Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sound bites from the coach's last presser. Don't know what I said, but I will say this. For all those lip readers out there, there's more than one word in English language that starts with F. Bite me with Coach Harbaugh. Baltimore Ravens lose 17-10 yesterday in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs going to try to go back-to-back. They'll do it going up against an opponent that they played there. Patrick Mahomes for a Super Bowl and won that game. John Harbaugh stepped to the podium. He talked about something I'm sure he didn't plan to talk about. That's the end of the season. I'm proud of the season that they had. I think I feel like uh, like it was a it was a team that had a lot of challenges. You know, I don't think it was a team that was too highly touted coming into the season by pundits and the prognosticators and all that. And I think they proved a lot of people wrong all year. Quarterback made a statement all year. So many players, so many players that had so much to prove. I think of a guy like John Simpson. You know, just off the top of my head. We had so much to prove in coming and play the way he did. You know, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Kyle, Kyle Van Noy, just two guys that came in late, you know, that you know, didn't seem like anybody else wanted, right? And they came in and played the way they did. So uh, there's so many stories on this team, so many individual stories. The message is, is, you know, eyes straight ahead, you know, your chin up, your chest out, and understand what you what you did accomplish. I'm proud of him. Yeah, he had a couple of guys on the team, Jeremy, we kind of forget about that were castaways, including Kyle Van Noy. Who, who really stepped up for him? Well, there were a lot of them. Uh, you know, I, we talked glowingly about this defense that had a, you know, a who's who of castoffs on there or no names that kind of made a name for themselves. I think Geno Stone made him some money in the offseason. I think Patrick Queen's making him some money. Those are guys that we knew about. But, you know, Kyle Van Noy coming in and getting, uh, what, through, he started late and he had almost double digit sacks on the year. Yeah. Like you, you look at those type of numbers, Jadavian Clowney, who was kind of an afterthought. And look, we'd watch him for a long period of time. It's another guy came in and had a tremendous amount of success in this defense. This so. was the biggest concern going into the season was the yep. pass rush. Mm-hmm. It was everyone's biggest concern in the two, league in sacks. You get two guys off the scrap heap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be just sitting home. They, they have names. They have mm-hmm. history. Well, but remember, at the beginning of the season, we were talking about what they regret not bringing back Justin Houston, who's you know kind of he did nothing this year. Um, I know he was in the league for a little bit and then bounced out. So I, I think they did a pretty good job of moving some pieces on that had a good year last year and keeping the right ones. That's why, like, it. this hurts because 
I don't care what anyone says. I think the Ravens had the best team in football. They lost. It's the way it goes. Um, and then now you're you're kind of figuring out the pieces. This was the year. I, I don't know how you get much better than what you had this year. No, you can't. Yeah. Seriously. They won't be. They scored 10 points yesterday. 10 points. Harbaugh talked about the offensive struggles. We had a couple opportunities to score down there. We didn't get the touchdowns. I mean, it was really a defensive struggle. If you step back and look at the whole game, and uh, they were able to score the points, and we weren't. Facts. They weren't scoring points, Mike, but why? Why weren't There's always a reason why you're not scoring points. A lot of things to happen. They couldn't block. They couldn't protect the quarterback. Got sacked four times, got pressured. Several others, um, they, they, they got out-schemed, especially offensively, where they – just didn't have the plays ready to go against that that pressure. Um, the quarterback didn't play very well. You know, what, what was disappointing about the loss was I, I thought the Ravens had got past that corner, and all of a sudden, if it had been a closer game, I, I, I would have been okay with it, but they just didn't play well offensively. That was the most disappointing thing was you, you, you thought they had reached their potential, but they laid an egg. And, and, and that was the worst thing about the loss. They just didn't play well offensively. We knew for for the Ravens to win, Lamar was going to have to come up big. Harbaugh talked about his quarterback. I told him to stand up tall. You know, he's had a great season. He he His performance today was all heart. He fought. He went out there and gave it everything he had. So I don't think that's anything that I'd be disappointed in. Are you disappointed in his performance, Ed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, this, this was – the expectations have never been higher than this season, with good reason. This is the, this is the deepest team I've ever seen them have, and I've been at twenty four years. Even when even the two thousand team, there was great defense. The offense was pathetic. Um, this this was a well balanced team that had a lot of depth. Um, best team in football, home field advantage during the playoffs. You couldn't have it set up better than this. You just couldn't. This is the, I'm trying to think. Of, I think there's a more disappointing loss than the um, Lee Evans drop. Yeah, this was the best team they ever had. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at offense, defense, special teams, they didn't have any weaknesses. They just they didn't laid an egg. Yeah, that's all. Marlon Humphrey started the game, but didn't play in the second half. John Harbaugh told us why. I'm not sure exactly uh, where he was at physically, but uh, he played as much as he could. I can tell you that, and that's that's how Marlon works. How big was that in your opinion? I mean, we don't know. Like, uh, Mike had brought up the point, too, that, and, and I think there's some validity to it that when Marlon's been hurt and he's come back, that first game hasn't been great. Uh, he was limited all week, correct me if I'm wrong. So maybe there was more to his injury, and you get that adrenaline going, you get out there, and you realize, hey, if he made the decision and said, I'm not playing at my best, that you got to have somebody else out there, or a coach made it, hats off to you if you saw it. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, it just, I don't know what his role is going to be on this team moving forward, Mike. Nope. Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses, yeah. there's, there's some veterans. Aguilar, what do you what do you do with him? Beckham, what do you do with him? Yep. I mean, yeah. uh, Zay Flowers had a great game, except for that one sequence which he capped it off by fumbling near the end zone. John Harbaugh spoke about his rookie wide receiver. We coach two hands when you reach for the end zone. Uh, he had two hands on the ball. Well, we know they lost and get answers like that, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, look. He didn't have two hands on the ball. I mean, he was reaching it out. Yeah, but. He had two hands on the ball. As he's reaching it out, it gets popped yeah. free because um, you're reaching for the end he zone. Did. I don't yeah. think. He, he didn't. 
He didn't tuck it. He stretched yeah, it. He didn't tuck it. He stretched it out. out. Yeah. He had two hands on it, though. Yeah. Because it slipped right through the hands. Yeah, but if you stick your hands out like that, then you're probably going to get That's what Harbaugh said. He's reaching for the end zone. He had yeah, two hands on it like this, that. but it's, you know, you're, you're not as strong, obviously, if it's not tucked into the crook of your elbow. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, look, that's an effort play. It's hard to fault guys. You know, we're all yelling, get down, get down. Like, you know, you, you know what the situation was because if he falls at the one. I thought he was in. I, I, I did I didn't too. Uh, and then when they showed it, I was like, damn. That was a great call. You know, all the all the well, bad calls we talked about the officials, I, that was a great call. I don't think that's a great call. I think that was buzzed down because he didn't make the call right away. I think somebody told him. They well, because, I thought they threw the bing bag yeah, down. But right the away. thing is, as long as they got it right. No, they, no, they, they went over, they right. discussed, and then they yeah, but I think it was buzzed down from up top. And that's my problem with this league is how many times is that done? How many times is it not done? Because in the game, they could be doing more. We see it all the time where the ball bounces a funny way. It's like, how's that not getting replayed? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? How many times do they get together? I want to know how many times they've thrown a flag and then they buzz down and say that wasn't a penalty and they pick it up. Because I, I think it happens the other way more often where it's like, was that intentional grounding? Oh, well, what are we doing? Oh, here goes the flag, you know. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Bottom was Big Bad Morning Show. Monday morning quarterback was in about working injury lawyers right here on the fan. Preston's report card at 730. Don't go anywhere for that. But on the other side, we're giving out game balls right here. Monday morning quarterback. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Game Balls. Very proud of my team. You know, um, new system. I'm offensive coordinator. Uh, different things, you know, different things we've seen, motion, stuff like that. Adversity at the beginning of the season, you know, we wasn't playing well. People don't know what the Ravens offense or defense is going to look like. And we made it all the way to this point, you know, uh, a goal short. We made it here, but we just got to finish next time. But I'm very proud of my team, all phases. That's the Bar Jackson. We're getting our game balls right now. Uh, Mike Preston, who gets your game ball? Uh, Steve Spicknola, or however you want to say his last name, Nolo, Nola. Whichever way, but, man, he came up with a great game plan of just blitzing the Ravens, and he was bringing it from all over the field. And he basically dared them to beat the cornerbacks, Trent McDuffie, Legereus Need, and the Ravens couldn't do it. They had no one on the outside who could beat these guys down the field. 
in the last three games, playoff games, they've given up three points in the fourth quarter to the Ravens, zero points in the second half to the Dolphins, seven points to the Bills. That's a pretty good group of teams that you've played, and he's given up 10 points. So hats off to him. He played a, had an excellent game plan. And Joe Cullen, who's the, the former defensive line coach of the Ravens, is now with Kansas City. Those guys were disciplined up front, and they didn't leave uh, Lamar a lot of room. They stayed in their passing lanes and so forth. So took the call lane integrity, but they had it done. Here's what uh, Coach Harbaugh had to say about the Chiefs' defense. No, they did what they always do. They're very well coached. Uh, they play hard. Uh, Spagnola, Steve Spagnola, Spags, my, my, my good friend Spags, is a, is a great coach. Ed Norris, who gets your game ball? I'm giving it to the Hunt family owners. Um, it's not a I mean, I'd see you hate to see success like this because it's not your team, but you got to give it to them. And, and their history, I don't even know if people know much about them this day and age because, you know, a lot of people weren't around then. Um, but Lamar Hunt uh, comes from a very wealthy, wealthy family. His father, H.L. Hunt, was actually the inspiration for the J.R. Ewing character in Dallas. He was an oil tycoon. Um, so he was the J.R. character in there. And then Lamar was turned down for an NFL franchise. They, they, the NFL was second to baseball. They didn't want to oversaturate the market. So what does he do? He creates a team called the Dallas Texans and the AFL, and he went to Bud Adams, from the, who became the Houston Oilers. They started putting football in Texas. The NFL responds by putting the Cowboys in, in Dallas, so he moves to Kansas City. Um, but he's had a great history with sports. He created basically the NFL as we know it because, you know, the Super Bowl was named because his kids were playing with the Super Bowl. It was kind of a joke, but it wasn't the Super Bowl until the third one with the Jets and the Colts. Um, but actually, I mean, think about it. He creates the AFL. The Jets beat the Colts in the biggest upset in Super Bowl history, probably. Forces the merge with the NFL as we know it today um, is what it is. The trophy is named after him, the AFC Championship Trophy. Um, so he's created the National Football League as we know it, basically. And Major League Soccer was his, also his. Well, his two sons, too. Uh, his son, Mike, um, who uh, he just made, got made fun of his whole life. Mr. Hunt and uh, his I'm son. I'm not going to say it. Oh, what? And his son Ethan too, who <laughs> took on very many, many missions that were impossible, and he figured them out. So, like, it's yeah, it's a good one. But you're you're teaching about Lamar Hunt in the NFL right now, and your game balls and giving it out. You're letting everybody know this is a lesson for you people out there. Yes, Ed is. He's teaching, and I love this. I like people to learn stuff. Yeah, don't you want to learn? I do. I learn a lot sitting next to you. I, I'm not. I'm not even busting <laughs> balls here. Like Detective Ed over here is like. What's he doing? I never know what he's doing back there. He's researching something. <laughs> Can you give us your game ball while you're bumping your gum? <laughs> Jeez, whiz, man. What is this guy? What's wrong with him? I, hey, if I didn't know his drug of choice, I would wonder. <laughs> Andy Reid gets my game ball. Uh, we were talking about how much he looked like Wilford Brimley the entire time. I mean, look, I said it was death by a thousand paper cuts on those first two drives. Tell me where they pushed the ball downfield. They threw it underneath, and you missed tackles. They set it up. Um, and I, I thought they did a lot of great things in the first half. They did nothing in the second half. But old boy's going back to the big game again. You got the Super Bowl with uh, with Kansas City now taking on San Francisco. And I'm wondering where, where the money's going to come in on this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 11 receptions, 11 targets, 116 yards receiving, a touchdown, and getting all in the Ravens' heads, collectively and individually. My game ball goes to Travis Kelsey. I mean, he just, he was the Hall of Famer from before the kickoff, from warm-ups. He was determined that he was going to get in the Ravens' heads, and they let him. 
And now he, too, is going back to the Super Bowl. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go out to Baltimore and try Trippy again. Trippy. Hello? Yeah, hello. What's up? Sound rough, man. Hey, look, I ain't going to hold y'all. I got people on Twitter trolling me and stuff. I told Ravens fans, man, if you ain't least shed a tear last night, man, you're not a fan for real. Like, that hurt yesterday. And, um, like, I've been listening to us, like, last night. i just been listening to everybody. Like, I was kind of blaming the rest, but you right, like, the GOAT, because I ain't going to lie, I was lit at the game. So when you go back and watch <laughs> it, then I'm looking at the stats, like, I'm looking at yeah. the Bills stats last week compared to our Russian stats. Like, come on. And then I'm going to just be real with you, right? Like, for the offense and what Jeremy was saying earlier, I agree with uh, um, Jeremy because it's like I don't get the offense sometimes. You feel me? Like, um, they say Lamar got the keys to the offense and Martin calling these plays. So it's just like, why not try to listen to that? And then, for instance, like, I would have thought, Lamar would have just took over, like, all right, this is my first AFC championship. I don't even care if I got run, keep running the ball, keep running the ball, hit the outside. Justin Hill wasn't even getting no runs. Like, I just don't get it. And I think I told y'all this last week, like, every time the Ravens lose, we don't lose to the, the opponents. We lose to ourselves because it's the same thing. And I know Todd was upset because, like, Todd ain't even want to talk to me after the game. Like, that man knew, you know what I mean? But... It is what it is, man. I hate to say next season, yeah, it's always next season, next season, but this should have been our year, man. And the crazy thing about it, I'm not even going to be a casual. A lot of these AFC quarterbacks coming next year, so <laughs> we got to get better, man. So I don't know. Shout out my man Zay Flowers. Yeah, he, he fumbled, but, man, that man got heart, man. He was just trying to make a play, which is understandable. You feel me? It is what it is, man. Hey, Trippy. Trippy, we, we got to run, man. Thanks a lot, my buddy. 410-583-1057. Rosedale, Antonio. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Morning, Good morning. sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing Good. well, man. How are you? Good. Sad loss for the Ravens. Was this our best chance to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years? Have a wonderful day, guys. You have a wonderful day. I don't know about the next couple of years. I don't know what next year brings us. I don't know who they can sign. But up to date, to this present date, it's been the best opportunity for them to win it. Even this has been a better opportunity to win it than, than, they won. than the ones they won. It yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't know no about joke. The, I don't know about the present, I mean the future, but the present date, yeah, this was set up for them. It's, if not for the Mile High Miracle, mm -hmm. would they have gone? If not for Hey Diddle Diddle. Right, hey, there's, there's a lot of things, you know. This was like a this team was overpowering. Everybody, I think everyone on the pregame panel picked them. Not well, one person did. Who didn't? Um, What's his name? Uh, somebody, I thought somebody <laughs> sent it to us. Uh, sent it to me. Uh, uh, Schrager. No, oh, you're thinking NFL Network, or are you thinking of CBS? BSP, CBS. No, because one of the oh, Boomer picked the Chiefs. They did. Yeah, Boomer picked the Chiefs. Let's go to Parkville and get Eli. What's up, Eli? Good morning. Um. I watched the game. I was there. I was screening. Officiating definitely played a role. You guys talked about it last week, and you got, you had sacks. And I was there, and I saw it, and I, I was in disbelief. But they did, like, the Ravens didn't help that at all by only running the ball nine times. And I was like, sense, like, run, run the ball, run the ball. Where's Gus? The entire game, where's Gus? Nowhere to be found. You take it easy. You take it easy, too, Eli. Was there something going on with him that we just, like, with Gus that, I mean, it felt like he wasn't Yeah, it was almost seven yards a carry on three carries. <laughs> no, there was nothing wrong with him. Yeah. I mean, they had Cook. They didn't use him either. 
Yeah, they, right. they just didn't run the football. They just didn't run the football. All right. The good, the bad, the ugly at 8 o'clock. But on the other side, the professor is in. Be real interesting to see what these grades are this week. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show, Monday morning quarterback, presented by Wonkin Injury Lawyers on the fan. The professor is in studio at the tough 17-10 loss in the AFC Championship game for the Baltimore Ravens. Mike Preston, what did you give quarterback Lamar Jackson? I gave Lamar a C. You know, and, and I got a flood of uh, emails from people. How did you give him a C? Why did you give him a C? This is why I gave him a C, all right? The Ravens had 336 yards of total offense. Lamar contributed 326 yards. Well, and he had a 75.5 quarterback rating. Does that translate into a D? I gave him a C, <laughs> all right? So email that. Now, running backs. I gave him a D. People say, well, why'd you give him a D? They only had six carries. Because they had no impact on the game. And it's not their fault. Coach didn't use them, but they still had no impact on the game. They got a D. Don't email me anymore. How about right. O-line? Offensive line. Well, can I ask you a question before we move on? Man. Go, no, Why are you so spicy, know? man? He is cooking. Why are you so spicy right now? Because this is my last show for a while. <laughs> so slow it down. <laughs> I got a question, too. What, what's your email? Uh, <laughs> Rob Long at <laughs> Mike was in the huddle when he he's the one that yelled Cancun on three. Uh, where we at offensive line? Uh, the tackles got exposed. Morgan Moses, Ronnie Stanley, Kansas City hit them exactly in all the places they were weak, and that's what happens when you get to the postseason. Teams will zero in on your weaknesses. That's where they did, and they just came up with all these blitzes and, and came from the outside. So um, I gave them a C. I do believe. Mm, okay. I can't. I don't have you gave them a C minus. Okay. What about the wide C-. receivers? Wide receivers, they didn't contribute much at all. I mean, Zay Flowers, he had five catches for 15 yards, but that Tony penalty um, after that 54 yard catch, and then from at the one yard line, that dropped them down. And Odell Beckham, I mean, Jackson tried to keep forcing him in the ball, but the, the guy couldn't get open. Stop forcing him in the ball. Um, Sharp Bateman seemed like he wasn't interested in the game, so I, I gave them a C. Does he is he going to demand a trade in the offseason? He strikes me as a guy that will wash his social media page. That could happen, and ask for a trade. That, that could happen. He, he doesn't like being number two no. as far as wide receivers. No, you know you know how you fix that? Be better. How about that? Just that, be that, better. That's, dude. that's unique. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, defensive line be better. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I mean, these guys, they, they came out and they played a good second half. But the first half was kind of rough. Uh, you know, Brennan Urban had three tackles in that game. He he stepped up a little bit. Matabike had six tackles, had a sack and a pressure. So I gave them a C plus. Linebackers, I gave them a C plus. You know, but all of this cheap shot stuff that Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, stop it, guys. You're better than that. You didn't do it all season, and all of a sudden you get in a close game, and then you get frustrated, and it just starts to show. Travis Kelsey had an agenda, and it worked. Well, you know, Travis Kelsey, and I give Kyle Hamilton credit. He did cover him pretty well. Really well. But well, even the touchdown, the touchdown, touchdown he was on top of him. I mean, yeah. he was he was all over him. Yeah. It was a back and, shoulder and, throw that worked. Yeah, yeah, and he did interfere with him, but I mean, he got away with it. But still, he he played well. I mean, and uh, he had eleven tackles. By I the, thought their cornerbacks did a decent job, except for the end when they gave up that 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 long one. At by the, the way, end. there was a series with Kyle Hamilton where he was running about sixty yards down the field to defend a play, comes back, makes the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Yep. On the next play, runs Pat Mahomes' ass out yep. of bounds. And he throws it away. Mm-hmm. 
That was a Kyle Hamilton defensive series. He, Kyle yeah. Hamilton is a he makes some of the best tackles. Man, you don't he see does. guys get away from him, man. He wraps in. He takes guys down. But I gave them a C+. Plus. Um, special teams weren't much of a factor in the game. So I gave them a, a, a B. But they didn't give up any, any like, big bonehead plays, which they have done periodically throughout the season. Coaching. I thought Mike McDonald made the adjustments in the second half. I don't know what Monkey was doing in the first out the entire game. Uh, John Harbaugh was just, you know, sometimes, I mean, you got to step up. You're the head coach. You just got to go up to the coach and say, we need to run the ball a little bit more. We need to find a rhythm. We need to do this. We need to do that. And and he didn't. And I saw him complain to a lot of officials, I mean, to the officials a lot. And to me, that usually means he's getting out coached. I've seen that before. I've seen that record and I've heard it before. It's not good. I gave them a C. And overall, the Ravens, not a good day, not a good postseason appearance. And by the way, uh, McDonald is going to interview for the Commanders and the Seahawks job mm. this week. I think he's going. Yeah. That, that's going to be interesting. It's, it's interesting, interesting because those two left it open for so long. And now you look back like, yeah. okay. That's exactly All right. Mm-hmm. I get it now. Mm-hmm. That's why you didn't hire anybody yet. Which job so would you rather have? Seahawks. Yeah. You'd rather have the Commanders? Commanders is the best job out there. Why is that? They have so much money under the cap. They got all these draft picks, and I think with new ownership, right, you're going to be given that's, that okay, opportunity. And, and, and I think and that's you're, a key. You're right. I'm still looking at the old Commanders. Mm-hmm. And, you're and, right, but you might you're be right. looking at it too. Like Seattle was a team that could have very easily been in the playoffs this year, and you're taking over a job. If you tweak some things, you're there. I'm looking like I think long term, yeah, and I think Washington's a really good job now that Snyder's gone too. Now, let me ask you this: Or do you agree that both teams need a quarterback? Yes. Yeah. I don't think the quarterback is on either roster. It's not. No. You ain't buying into Drew Locke? Let me think about it. No. No. (laughs) He knows all the lyrics. Let's go to DJ Voice on the phone lines. What's up, Voice? What's up, gentlemen? Good morning. First time caller here, man. Really enjoy the show. Um, I've never been one of the kind of people to, uh, like, talk about the refs in the game. I feel like we need to just handle business. But it's a couple things that just – bothered me um one as far as like that ref that they put on our game you know that doesn't really favor home teams and the other thing is that interception to likely in the um end zone man if you go back and look it looks like that ref reached for his flag and didn't throw it other than that man i want i know that uh head coach is not really supposed to interfere with the coordinators and everything, but like, at what point does Harbaugh say, "Look, change it up, or do this, or do that"? I'm gonna hang up and let y'all uh, go ahead and speak on it, man. Y'all have a good day. Yeah, you too, good man. Day too. Yeah, he can be called DJ Voice. Good pipes there. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but like the the pen. I'll start with the penalty in the end zone because I don't. I felt that was more like. Um, how you would look at a, a Hail Mary. And I know it's not the same thing. He was trying to get, he even admitted he's trying to get the penalty, so he underthrows it. But the momentum of likely was taking him that way. And yes, do the guys kind of get their hands on him? You got three defenders right there. Yeah. I, I just think that that's one where you probably swallow that one. That's what I would have, you know, I don't want to say that. That's probably. just did. God bless it. Um, but I swallowed the whistle there. I'm not, I'm not calling that. But there were a ton of other missed calls. I wish it was what we learned today. I learned Jeremy swallows. Oh, my goodness. I learned also 
Uh, six six shots don't kill the taste. Seven won't either. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get that's back, what, to, that's what, that's that's back to football here. That's what Jeremy said. Let's go to Dave in Bel Air. What's up, Dave? Dave? Hey, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? Miserable. All right. So when when I found out that the Ravens were playing the Chiefs, right, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, they want Taylor Swift to go to the Super Bowl, right? So I paid extra attention to the referees. And I think calls went both ways, right? So I, I, I don't blame the referees, the officiating. The Ravens didn't execute, right? You had the, the fumble in the end zone. You had an interception in the end zone. Lamar fumbled the ball a couple times. The defense couldn't really stop him on fourth down, maybe once. I, I just The Ravens didn't execute. Uh, the team that, that, we, that came through the year didn't play Sunday. So, so, the, so you still think the NFL wants Taylor Swift to the Super Bowl? I don't know, Dave. Let me, let me. I'm not saying she can't make it work, Dave. But do you know she's on tour in Japan the weekend of the Super Bowl? I did hear that. Okay, so, uh, so it's, it's, it's. I'm not saying she can't make it work. I'm not saying that. But she's on tour in Japan. Is Japan <laughs> in the house? But with the international timeline, she could probably be back in time. Dateline. It's just the threat of her being there. <laughs> that, that's why people go. I mean, that's all these I, folks came out here. To I could have swore one time when they had her on camera, she said, please take it off. I did, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. She's not asking for this. It ain't her fault. She's just there trying to enjoy a damn game. Yeah. And also, I, I don't think it's fair to talk about the defense. They couldn't get stopped. Um, they did. I mean, the Chiefs had a punt six times. They played plenty of stops. Didn't give up a second-half point. Those first two drives, though, setting the tone and... Yeah, the first two drives and the rest of the game, they yeah, didn't give up a point. They didn't give up a point. Yeah, plenty of time to catch up and oh, go ahead. There's no, like, to me, yeah. the whole this whole thing is three turnovers. That's what it is. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly at 8 o'clock, but on the other side, more reaction from you. I've got MJ, I've got Travis, i got Hubie. Got you all up next on the fan. Time to take some calls right now after the Ravens' disappointing loss in the AFC Championship game. Let's go to MJ in Baltimore. What's up, MJ? Hey guys, um, first time caller, love the show, and uh, I was at the game yesterday. Okay. Um, my biggest observation is I don't know how you watch the Bills-Chiefs game and not have a more balanced game and give up the run so early, so that was disappointing. My other comment and to you is, do you think there's some psychological part of this where I feel like Lamar holds back? from running it when he should be and also taking the check down. He seems to be forcing it downfield a little bit, and I love Lamar, and I always will. But it feels like he's trying to be, you know, maybe something or forcing it like they did in the Texans game, and it just doesn't work for us. I agree with you on the check downs, MJ. I agree with you on the, the Bills analogy. The Bills ran had 39 rushes in that game. 182 yards. They ran the ball over the Chiefs. I know she's right. What, what were you watching? Have six carries between your two running backs. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the problem is, too, like we heard this in 2019. I know somebody, uh, forgive me, I don't remember who it was on Twitter, posted the side-by-side of the, the things that Hardball said after that loss and then after this one, like, oh, just it's in the game. It's how the game played out. You know, like, if you're a head coach, you got to have a better grip on what's going on in the play calling. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not telling you, like, if you hire a guy to be a play caller, let him call the plays. But again, when we get in these scenarios, you have to be involved with that. Like, hey, hey, Jeremy, why are we doing that? We're going to run the ball here, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> you know what? We're that's gonna, it. We're going to run the ball here? Uh, this is what Lamar had to say about the running game. I mean, we could have ran the ball. You know, we were just, we was down and we just tried to, you know, put points on the board, try to get the ball down the field. And 
We just got to make something happen. You weren't down, down by, It's by seven. What are you talking about? Let's go, it's one score. Let's go out to the phone lines. Glenn Bernie, Travis. What's up, Travis? Hey, guys. Love your show. Um, you, I'm from Kansas City. I uh, lived here in the last eight years. So, love Ravens fans. I'm sorry for your loss. I am glad for the Chiefs win. More in consideration, I think you got to take a look at the coaches. Like she said, they got away from the run game. But the players having meltdowns, and there were meltdowns. I think that yeah. was yeah, – you, know, you couldn't – you couldn't avoid seeing that. And so there's master class versus, you know, flowers. So my concern is look at the coaches. How are they developing these guys? Obviously they're athletes, but, you know, there's some character flaws that you didn't see on the Chiefs side that you saw there with flowers mainly. And um, I think, you know, it definitely got to take it for consideration. The other thing is Kansas City's red all year, baby. So my challenge is for Ravens fans, don't wear purple right when they get into uh, the playoffs. Wear purple all year. Let's go. There you go. I don't think I don't think what you saw from Zay Flowers is character. No, That's, I don't. I don't. I'm not questioning his character because of that. You know what I mean, it's that, a it's emotion. Like, yeah, but that's, that's been going. That's on. It's loose. I mean, you got to be disciplined. You know, as a rookie, but sometimes it just does get away from you. My greatest memories: my parents were one of my games in high school. My mother was leaving my father. She goes, "Look at this boy. Look at that boy fighting. That's terrible." He said, "That's your son." <laughs> True story. <laughs> but you, you know what you have to question is, did he pick that up from the veterans? Because you saw that in some of the veterans yesterday of uh, Patrick Queen, Rokorn Smith, doing a lot of jawing and talking. Did he learn that from them, and was he trying to, to somehow emulate that in some way, shape, or form? I don't know, but it's it definitely they had a meltdown, and they lost their composure, and it cost them. Let's go to Hubie in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? Morning, fellas. Morning. Please Good morning. Give me a second. Please give me a second with this one. First of all, I'd like to commend Harbaugh for saying that they had a good season because they sure didn't have a good game. And I'm somewhat dismayed about what Lamar said about he's proud of his teammates in every facet of the game. Man, come on. They got straight pump off the break. Kelsey come out there and totally disrespects Tucker by roughshodding him. Then the Ravens put no check on Kelsey. They start the game. They bully the Ravens straight down the field and score. Okay. Then the Ravens on offense, no RPO, no play option. You keep Lamar in a straight drop back. He's only 6'2". He ain't seeing over 6'5 people without rolling him out. Then when the receivers are catching the ball to get back in the game, you doing they mentally soft by doing stuff like you're gonna stand over top of him and, and uh grandstand to cause a fifteen yard penalty. Then you don't secure the ball with two hands going in the end zone. Okay, come on man, that's mentally soft, man. That's mentally soft. That's not tough. That's not tough. They straight punk the Ravens mentally and physically, then late in the game with like two minutes and 30-something seconds left, you want to like, it's, it's what, second and five or something like that? And it was a good idea to go ahead and jump offside just to touch him so you can save time on the it was, clock. It was, at, have... it was actually first and five because of the penalty, and they didn't want them to mm-hmm. run a play, get first down, and then have to call timeout again. It was a brilliant play. It's just it didn't need the unnecessary roughness. Uh, yeah, all you had to do was jump offside and touch him. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Sean in Baltimore. What's up, Sean? What's up, what's up, man? Not much, man. How are you? 
I'm alright. I'm alright. I got a few things I want to speak about, if I can. Um, I don't want to hold you up too much, but um, let me get to it. First, I want to say to the last caller before the one that just passed. Oh, we bleed purple all oh, year. This ain't no playoff thing mm-hmm. for one. And then for two, I wouldn't off the last caller. I wouldn't say we was mentally, mentally. Um, what do you say we was? Uh, soft. We got bullets. So yeah, mentally soft. Uh, and the reason I say that because they, man, that boy played ball. You know, you know. What I mean, he he's a rookie. You know, he made he made a mistake. But he I made mistakes. He he's not back. soft. Yeah, he's he's not soft. Yeah. He made mistakes. Yeah, and then I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna say uh, now. And this is what I wanted to speak on. It just to me when we had when I knew we was playing the Chiefs, my first thing came to mind was this is gonna be a chess match between Harbaugh and Andy Reid. That's just was plain and simple. Have a nice one, man. I said it's gonna be a chess match between uh, Andy Reid and uh, Harbaugh. And all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, second half, our defense, like like you said earlier, Rob, on the Amy show, we adjust, and they're not going to notice that. We didn't get them boys nothing in the second half, nothing. Mm. I just didn't see Lamar coming out when we came out. The defense was hype, but yeah. Lamar didn't seem like he was actually in the game. And one more thing, Kyle Hamilton, yeah, he scored on you, but guess what, buddy? You held down your foot. You are raving. I, I don't know if that's to say Lamar wasn't in the game. Let me let me say this first of all, folks. A lot of you calling today. We get it. We want to talk to every one of you. Two things you should not do. Don't start this call off by telling us how many topics you want to talk about. You're killing time. Just get into it. You're killing time. That's number one. <laughs> just get it. Just get to it. Yeah. Just get to it. Number two, we can't have you on forever because, right, like right now, there are six calls on hold, and now we got to take a break. We gotta be a little considerate of the people. There's other people that want to talk. Like it's all I ask. We're gonna get to some more calls. Just come in, get to it. Because when you're telling us, when you're giving us your your preamble, <laughs> you're killing your time. Eating up the clock. Yeah. Did you guys see yesterday that Detroit fans sold their soul to the devil, and he he okey doked them. They asked for a Detroit win, and they got it. The Pistons beat the Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did that happen? They're like, please, Lord, let Detroit win tonight, and then the Pistons come out and get a win. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're going to take a look at Lamar Jackson's day at 8.15, but on the other side, Ed Norris, you're good. <laughs> Mike Preston, you're bad. My whole life. Jerry Carr. I'm ugly. Bought it was Big Bad Morning Show. Monday Morning Quarterback presented by Warren Injury Lawyers on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 